Hey Mayank, uh, I was just looking at all our uh, previous podcasts and I think we've uh, covered on who's a product manager, a typical day in a product manager's life. Then we had a couple of interviews where we, you know, dive deep into specific topics. But uh, one thing we seem to have uh, not given a lot of uh, coverage is on how do we identify unmet needs. So what are your thoughts about this? Right. Uh, so got it, Krishna. So uh, I think a lot of product managers, uh, in terms of product management, uh, uh, we also call it product discovery. I think that's where it starts, where you basically uh, put in an effort and do research to figure out uh, what are the unmet needs or or discover new products, right? So uh, and and we we have talked about the journey uh, of a product manager, right? On how you grow from starting from an uh, associate product manager to a PM1 to etc. I think uh, initially people start with solutioning and execution of the uh, uh, problems that someone else has identified. And I think as you grow in your career, it is important that you start focusing on product discovery or identifying the customer's unmet needs. Right. Interestingly, uh, I think uh, because ChatGPT is the uh, is is the thing right now, and everyone is just sharing screenshots across uh, the board on LinkedIn and other platforms. Uh, I sort of thought about okay, uh, and I was just doing research and saying okay, let me uh, ask these questions to her. ChatGPT is a very uh, uncool name, uh, and I actually named it Ariel. Uh, I don't know if you like it or not, but that's what I'm starting with because uh, there is Alexa and series where I'm like, okay, uh, that's the first name that clicked. So I asked Ariel um, on uh, uh, exactly these questions, right? What is what? How do you sort of uh, identify customer unmet needs? So I think that let, let's let's do it this way, where we asked uh, ask these questions. Um, uh, on the go and figure out and discuss what the answers, uh, what are the answers we are getting. Awesome. Let's look at what Ariel has to say. Got it. Cool. Uh, so, effectively, uh, the first question which comes to mind is uh, what are unmet needs, right? Customer unmet needs. So, this is what I am asking uh, Ariel. Uh, so, the response that uh, I think uh, I'm getting is uh, basically are the needs that customers have had but are not being met by the products and services available in the market. Uh, these needs may range from simple convenience to highly complex technological advancement, advancements. And some examples are uh, uh, include faster delivery times, better customer service, better product quality, more personalization, better pricing, etc. etc. This is what, sort of a very generic answer of. Uh, uh, what customer needs are, I think, but it it sort of explains on, uh, and it could be anything, right? It could be as simple as, uh, for example, uh, having a no spam, uh, or, or basically uh, having a common support uh, platform across uh, the products, or for example, uh, what can be an easy solution uh, other than this uh, of unmet needs. Uh, I think helicopter, and it could be as, as complex as helicopter taxis, right? I think we have been listening about that, saying that there would be flying taxis across uh, the world, but we have not seen uh, them yet. So I think that's an that's an unmet need of a customer who wants to reach, and it sort of relates to not only faster delivery times, but I think beating the traffic and uh, people want to reach uh, from place A to place B in a very quick time. 
So I think that's an example of an unmet need. Uh, this pretty much explains what customer unmet needs are. I think the first question or the second question that comes to mind is how do you actually find out these uh, needs, right? Yeah, so, that's going to be the challenge for a product manager. So uh, the next question that I'm going to ask is how do you uh, do product discovery? That's the product management term uh, that is generally used. Uh, so uh, it has come, uh, I think uh, when it comes to product discovery, right, uh, there are two uh, ideologies in this world. So one is uh, uh, in general, uh, basically talking to your users and then uh, figuring out the problems and reading what they're not seeing, right? That is one. Uh, the other is you say that, okay, you have an instinct, you have a cut feeling that, okay, this is something which uh, people might want and uh, the fundamentals of human behavior or psychology do not change. So I, I, one good example which uh, I keep uh, uh, reiterating to folks is the uh, the fundamental that Jeff Bezos started with, right? When uh, he uh, thought that people will never stop looking for cheaper, good quality products uh, and, and, and get them delivered as fast as possible, right? And that still remains the fundamental principle that he started Amazon with and still holds true, right? So uh, that is one approach. Uh, but again, uh, you have only very few uh, Jeff Bezos or Steve Jobs in the world. So uh, I think for the other... Uh, so is this ChatGPT talking or is it Mayank talking? Uh, okay, so I, the reason I am actually saying this because uh, ChatGPT has actually given me the other answer, which is not the Jeff Bezos uh, or the uh, Steve Jobs answer. Uh, the other approach is basically what ChatGPT has mentioned is uh, a five-step uh, uh, process where you basically first... Uh, talk to users, uh, analyze data, uh, ideate. Uh, you basically brainstorm ideas with the team uh, based on the data and the uh, user research that you have done. And uh, then you prototype and test and then you launch and iterate. So this is a standard process that you basically uh, follow uh, to, in, to identify uh, the unmet needs and then basically go ahead and actually test and uh, uh, and then keep reiterating till the time you get the uh, product right. So this is the second approach for the common folks like uh, you and me uh, who are not uh, Steve Jobs of the world. So um, sometime back I had uh, read this interesting article uh, from Howard. Uh, this is on, uh, you know, the, the name of the article is identifying unmet needs. So I like the framework that uh, they had made. It's a very simple framework. Uh, basically, uh, look at it as a four quadrant and uh, you uh, identify your mainstream users and then you identify those fringe or non-users, you know, those people whom we usually neglect. Now, now that you know your main, mainstream users and your non-fringe or uh, non-users, what you have to do is the first thing is on zooming in uh, on a particular uh, set of customers and then talking to them and understanding their problems. So I think that's what most, um, w w which was the answer that, uh, you know, you were just telling, which most people do. So you could have, um, you know, you, you talk to customers, it could be, or it could be an itch that you're trying to solve. Um, I think most companies do this. That is, you look, you identify your mainstream users and then you try to find, uh, you know, scratch the itch or you talk to people 
you can have interviews you can have uh, multiple uh, you know uh, customer interactions and then find out and then solve things uh, so this they they call this as the microscope uh, strategy the other one which is a, a lot more interesting which uh, probably we don't uh, do that much uh, is um on the non user segment right so on the on the mainstream uh, segment what you can do is you can go into detail and understand what a particular uh, customer or a set of customers are facing and try to solve a problem or the other part of it is how you zoom out so you zoom in and you identify from your main customers and then you zoom out and then you start finding patterns on okay what what are the different uh, as a group how are your uh, users behaving and can i find uh, something very tangible a product and unmet need that needs to be satisfied uh, so this is through aggregation of uh, data so i i think probably you know if you look at uh, uh, maybe google suggests right it's not a particular uh, input but it is an aggregation that you know okay this particular set of people are seem to be asking these kind of questions and then you you do the google suggest so i think these two uh, is something that i see a lot uh, companies doing that is uh, on the mainstream users we'll talk about the fringe users but do you have anything to add uh, on this i think i think uh, overall any product sort of evolves in such a manner that uh, you identify a problem or you go with your gut you re- you keep uh, iterating again and again and and then you go to a certain depth where you say okay, okay this is this problem has been solved uh, uh, to such a manner that the customer will keep coming back and then you basically try to sort of bring in breadth to your platform right so when we talk about say flipkart or google uh, everyone is talking about they want to solve for the next billion users right so in a way uh, what they are trying to say is that okay uh, for the for the users who are already using our platform we have we have built enough hooks uh, enough hooks uh, so that they will not go anywhere and and now we want to sort of extend our user base because everyone wants growth right and there is there is limited amount of milking that you can do from the customers that were already ordering or who are already using the product right so i think that's where uh, the uh, the framework that you're mentioning i think absolutely makes sense is that you keep uh, identifying uh, the problems of uh, the users who are already on your platform but it is also important i think slowly and steadily uh, it, it is not it is not uh, that one day you will wake up and say okay, okay now we have solved enough for uh, one type of users now we want to go and solve for the second type of user i think it is an ongoing process and you will keep building for the adjacent uh, user base uh, that is actually uh, available but not using your product yeah so that's the uh, interesting part that for example you know what they talk about uh, so uh, one is on the mainstream users right where you're looking at at an individual needs and then you look at an aggregated needs the same thing you uh, look at your fringe or a non user where you look at a very specific need um, like for example uh, you know the audiobooks was uh, initially for the visually impaired and then however now you see that audiobooks are being used by almost everyone right so uh, when that product was initially thought of the uh, non challenged people was never a part of the you know the target group uh, but 
you know, there was a need that was seen. Okay, you know, these people are spending most of their time in traffic, most of the time doing something. So why don't we just make it uh, extended to them, although they are not visually impaired. So uh, that's uh, that's what uh, they call it as a telescopic uh, approach. And uh, from these non-users, uh, where in this you have zoomed in, uh, you zoom out, and then you start looking at uh, hey do you find any patterns um and can you like build a product around that uh, for example um, volvo is uh, you know we all know uh, you know how safety conscious volvo is so they've always been focusing on hey you know if you're inside our car we will take care of you right and um, when they looked at certain patterns they found that uh, most accidents um in 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 europe and other places uh, happen with cyclists now cyclists is nowhere a part of the target group for volvo but they decided to solve okay how do we solve for cyclists uh by making volvo safer so then they built in systems which will uh, you know look at your uh, uh, you know uh, 360 degrees around the car and then you know braking and uh, you know uh, the different uh, sensors they brought in together so i'm not sure um how many of us get time uh, to look at this part of it because uh, we are so focused on our mainstream users that sometimes we miss out on zooming in or zooming out on our non users and trying to convert that that's probably a big thing for growth absolutely i think uh, on a slightly different note uh, when now that you mentioned volvo right i think there's a famous story that uh, Uh, Volvo actually has gifted seat belts to the world, so they were the ones who actually innovated and uh, invented the seat belt that uh, we use today, and they actually made it patent uh, free, uh, where they would have could have earned billions of billions of dollars, uh, but they sort of felt that humans come first and before money. So I think Volvo has a knack of uh, uh, doing the uh, right thing uh, for humans. So yeah, I think uh, uh, this makes sense. Uh, I think keep zooming out and zooming in is very important uh, to actually look at the adjacent uh, uh, user base and actually uh, expanding to uh, solve the problems uh, as well. Yeah, in fact, I think um, if people want to think out of the box. probably uh, this is one framework where they can use uh, where as you know when you start looking at your adjacent uh, or your non users and then you figure out uh, how you can solve them probably that will gain you a couple of brownie points if it works well absolutely absolutely uh, i think uh, overall when it comes to uh, now that you have mentioned the cohort or the targets target audience right on who do we want to research uh, who do we want to do research uh, on i think there are different ways of doing research uh, different methods right so you generally would figure what what one figure out okay when do you do surveys or when do you do actually focus group discussions or when do you do one one on one interviews so let me actually go back to uh, uh, chat gpt and ask uh, ariel oh sorry i'm sorry it's not chat gpt it's ariel uh different ways uh, to find out what it means so i think uh the first thing that we actually uh know that uh 
different ways question, different ways of different ways to find out customer need and meet needs uh, so i think uh, the first thing that comes out is conduct service of course uh, i think there are various ways various tools available quick out of the box solutions available to do service you can figure out emails or do a push notification and do service or you can actually trigger a, a bot flow or a workflow through different uh, saas platforms available in the market where you can do uh, service smartly uh, you i would definitely not recommend to build to build service in house because i think the flexibility that the platforms available in the market give you i don't think so you will ever be able to build that uh, so that's that of course service are there uh, uh, in general when do you do when do you figure out if you want to do service i think you can always go ahead and do a survey uh, if you want to sort of do a very uh, directed survey on some customer cohort uh, of course or you can actually go ahead and uh, use it to validate some of the hypotheses that you have figured out from data and want to sort of have a qualitative uh, side of uh, a point of view so i think that's where you can do a survey uh, next is analyzing customer complaints i think that absolutely makes sense uh, where uh, you can actually use the google play reviews or app store reviews and also the internal emails uh, support chats etc etc that you can actually Uh, figure out the sentiment and analyze those uh, uh, levers so a lot of companies actually have started building products uh, who give you the sentiment analysis across the platforms uh, so if, if people are writing about your company on facebook or twitter or instagram or your chat supports in house they actually aggregate uh, and give you a very good insight Uh, on these uh, uh, complaints or feedbacks that are coming in, so I think you should definitely uh, uh, figure uh, research on these products available in the market. The next is focus groups. Uh, I think uh, focus groups and personal interviews uh, are something which are slightly tricky because uh, that's where you have to have a, a very. I think we have spoken about how bad research can actually lead you to in a very bad direction. and it is very important to do get the research right and uh, focus research and in interviews will help you uh, identify a customer uh, unmet needs but you don't have to believe the customer uh, on their face value saying okay if the customer is saying this is the problem we should solve you have to identify and figure out on uh, Uh, and also ask very unbiased questions and probe uh, accordingly i think uh, that's where uh, a lot of experts come into picture and there are very few people in the market who can actually do this so if if you think that and and the problem with this is that you always think that you are doing it right and because oh, of course the what is there in doing the research but i think uh, as soon as you start doing research and you show it to an expert they will definitely tell you 10 things where you went uh, you were biased and that actually led to you led you to go in the wrong direction instead of the right direction and that's that's the challenge that you will face and and that would that is i think that is one reason where people end up building products that are not used so i think uh, it's very important to get research right uh, specific, specifically focus groups and interviews uh, and i would definitely highly recommend this book called the mom test uh, which basically talks about if you go and ask your mom uh, in a nutshell this is the crux of it if you ask your mom uh, uh, 
mom how am i doing in life uh, she is never going to tell you the truth and she is like ha beta uh, you are awesome and you are my kid etc etc but in reality uh, she might even think saying ki beta uh, you are playing tennis uh, you are playing video games for 10 hours and sitting at home and uh, doing very minimal work but i because because you are uh, her son she is definitely going to say oh mera bachcha <laughs> so it is uh, i think uh, it is very important and that book actually explains on what people do wrong and how do you end up asking uh, very direct and biased questions so that's a must read for people to who actually want to go ahead and uh, do product discovery got it so we have a hard stop from uh, mayank he is uh... He wants to go watch the World Cup. Yeah, go Messi! <laughs> <laughs> so I think we are almost running out of time. Uh, you want to add anything more, Mank? Mm, I think I am too excited to add anything. But but yeah, I think on a on a uh, uh, lighter note, I think uh, overall, what one problem which I personally have struggled with uh, over a period of time because I am sort of I. I as everyone starts right i started with handling execution working with the engineering teams and slowly once you grow in product management it is very important of course as you are starting as well your focus should always be to identify problems and do product discovery but because you want to learn the other stuff and that is accessible and product discovery is difficult uh, as strategy is uh, so i think uh, one thing which i would recommend folks who are in early in their career uh, try to uh, sort of talk to customers and uh, focus on what new problems you are identifying right so i think that's the value that you should bring to the table uh, where if you if you if you crack uh, uh, this i think you will be replaceable uh, in the company or the uh, setup that you are in where you are able to bring in uh, more problems of the customers uh, on to the table backed by say qualitative and quantitative research i think you're going to definitely grow leaps and bounds in the career that difficult thing to do <laughs> <laughs> at least in the current scenario what i see is it's always uh, you you keep running behind things that should have been done yesterday and you don't get enough time to think about what would happen the day after tomorrow right not tomorrow but the day after tomorrow pms uh, program everyone is super busy in trying to do and this think, and research is the first thing that gets you prioritized exactly <laughs> i think that should be uh, you know a separate discussion that uh, we should have absolutely krishna makes sense so just to summarize we looked at uh, different ways in which uh, we can identify unmet needs and the different cohorts uh, that we can use to identify unmet needs so you have uh, uh, the mainstream users and uh, the fringe users and you either uh, focus specifically on specific needs for each of them or you zoom out and look at patterns and identify I hope you found this podcast useful. If you have any feedback, please reach out to us. Thank you very much. If you like this podcast, then do share it and you can reach out to us at productmanagement0100 at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at pm underscore journey.